this is Jeff and Julie moved to France during a global pandemic, and Chapter 71 is all about peacocks and boxwood. Yes, if you like boxwood, you'll love the gardens at Marquisac. <laughs> also, the good and bad resulting from the Nova Scotia fires. Okay, our uh, painting is finally complete on the house, and and that means the entire (laughs) shutter-slash-painting project on the outside of our house is finny. The exterior is done. Yes. Finally. And, you know, uh, Fabrice was just so... Oh, no, we're not supposed to use his his real name. It's not Fabrice, it's... uh, it's, uh, Patrick. Patrice. Patrice. (laughs) Patrice did a great job of uh, painting. He did an amazing (laughs) job. And, you know, it's not easy because our house is on a slope. We're on the hillside. We're, you know, tucked in. So, So, you know, we do have a flat wall in the back of the house. But the side of the house is is oh the elevation a challenge yeah the elevation's insane and so but for Patrice uh, <laughs> he uh, and the reason the reason uh, no, it's 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 all cool but he was just making a joke that if we you know used his name and then showed the pictures which we are going to show on the Facebook page it might not rub very well with the authorities who govern you know safety safety regulations yes. Yes. because Work- workplace safety. This thing that he, this contraption that he came up with looks, you know, just something out of those YouTube videos, you know, those redneck, hey, watch this. You know, it just, it it just looks, it just does not look safe, but it was, and he did well. Apparently though, when you run your own shop, you don't have to worry so much about safety. It's when you have employees here in France. If you're the boss, you can take as many risks as you want. You just can't ask your salaried employees to to take a risk. (laughs) So I'll include the uh, contraption that he uh, designed for painting this wall on our Facebook page at Jeff and Julie Move to France. But uh, I'm very, very happy that the whole thing is done. Oh, it's clean. It looks looks Mm. really pretty, really fresh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing is we'll we'll actually show you a picture of the back of the house with the shutters and the whole thing. Sounds good. Looks uh, looks really cool. Hey, another exceptional closing. <laughs> oh, this one made me mad. And this one was funny because I was getting my pedicure. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're doing all the... <laughs> and, and, all the... and the lovely um, young lady asked me what, what my husband was doing while I was getting my pedicure. And I said, oh, he's on his way to the dishittery. And then her face just dropped. She goes, oh, no. Oh, you mean she? She said that you guys were talking about that before I sent my note. Yes. Why didn't you tell me? Because it was at the same time. Like it oh. was. Like it was. I couldn't have stopped you from going to the dishettery. I, so, I couldn't have. So I get there, and I mean, I go to the dishettery maybe once every couple of months, tops. So what? What is that? Six, six, seven times a year, and I go there exceptionally closed for two days. While they're working on moving the bins around or cleaning up the area or whatever, and there, but there was a sign. I'll include the sign on the Facebook page. Hey, you're more than welcome to go to Montreal. Theirs is open, forty minutes away. <laughs> so I got a full truck of crap, and I'm not. You know, I had two options: go home, unload it again. And then, you know, wait till they're open or just drive to Montreal. Yeah, you were on a mission and you did not want to be defeated. So you just loaded up the truck and went to Montreal. Now, now the nice thing was the guy who normally works at uh, our dechettery in Pendagenet, uh, he's a really nice guy, always smiling. And we, you know, he puts up with my horrible French. Well, he was 
he was moved over to the Montreal site. So I saw him and he gave me the big smile and that kind of made up for the day. But the again, the young lady that was working on my peds um, said that um, she found out because there's actually a, 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 an app. Okay, just another app. Here we go with the apps. Yeah, so she knew that she couldn't go f- on, you know, the, mm-hmm. f- the for those two days. Have you seen my phone and the apps? Yeah, I know. It's just, it's getting ridiculous. It's like pa- <laughs> three pages of apps. I got everything from a metronome on there to a compass, and now what? I got I to gotta download the dump? And the we'll talk about the... the- well, we'll talk about the new one you got yesterday. <laughs> we'll get to that later. That's right. I have a new one. You do. Which was of absolutely no use, pretty much, right? Uh, it wasn't very useful. The, gar- uh, the map of the gardens that we're going to talk about? I, I, I didn't navigate it well. I, 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 because no. it was supposed to give you in real time where you were within the area. Right. And I couldn't find how to make that happen. No. So it yeah, anyway, it's I've got it for when we take people there because it was an interesting uh, yeah. trip to Dordogne. But before we get to that trip, another incident that happened in Dordogne over the next, last couple of days is just tragic. It's over the weekend it happened. I think oh. Friday night it happened. Okay. It's a couple um, and um, I think they were having a few cocktails and they decided to test their new bulletproof vest. Now, this really is right out of uh, Watch This, I'm telling you. Yeah, and so she's a mother of three. She's, you know, young, 47. Hey, if he wanted to test his bulletproof vest, why didn't she shoot him? Well, I I don't know what the game was, but surely there are more fun things to do on a Friday night. (laughs) So she straps on his new bulletproof vest, and they go and test it out, and he kills her. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. Like, and there were two younger people that were there as well. I don't know what the relationship or, is, or at least this is all alleged. Alleged. I say. It's all well, alleged. No, he. The husband said he. He uh, pulled the trigger. He admitted that he's the one who did it. Yeah, yeah. So, but the other two are are being questioned um, because they were at the scene. Yeah, it's just like how did this all unfold? That's the thing that I like. I does somebody, you know, a, a grown person with three children, does she put her hand up and say, "Oh, you want to test your"? Bulletproof vest. I'm. I'm your woman. I'm. I'm game. Well, we weren't uh, there. We don't know, like, know what prompted them, but but certainly, as I as I said, there are better ways to spend some time together as a family. <laughs> Jeez. Sorry. What did you guys do this weekend? You won't believe it. Oh man. Yeah. So uh, kind so of. So that's a, kind of tragic, yeah. and yeah. and I, I I feel really bad. But those kinds of incidences, you shake your head. You just yeah. don't understand how no. that can happen. No, you don't. But, uh, you know, we have found ourselves in. Uh, you want me to say it the, the way? The, yeah. Do it like a, do, Clouseau. It please. Dordogne. 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 How do you say it? Dordogne. So I just said it yeah, pretty yeah, close. Dordogne. Yeah. Pretty close. <laughs> Why do you always laugh? Anyway, it, it's it's been our go-to destination here for the last, uh, I don't know, five or six podcasts because it's just, I'm telling you. And and it's funny because where we were yesterday, so could you just pronounce the name of the gardens? Uh, it's Marquisac. So it's all around the other uh, spots that we've been to, the other sites, including uh, Josephine Baker's place, uh, Belvez, uh, all these places. Benac and Senya. Yeah, 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 yeah. All these places are right there. I mean, you could just camp there. If, if you want to go to an area, 
of southwest France, where there is a ton to see. Just don't go between July and September uh, because of the tourists. But, I mean, there's everything here. You're not even far from the uh, uh, the Gouffre de Padrenac. That's right. You That's know, right. Like, no, you're, you're driving distance to a lot of amazing sites, mm-hmm. different things to do. I mean, the gardens that we went to yesterday are the most visited gardens in all of Aquitaine. You know, they've, they've got an amazing reputation. They're, they're um, classy, which means that they're um, recognized by the government as being a heritage um, park. And uh, it, it, was a, it was really an, an amazing day. It was a little bit overcast. Yeah, so it, so it wasn't hot. It wasn't hot, and it was easy to walk around because that's what these gardens are laid out to do. They're for walking. Yeah, it's it's in the it's in the middle of a or parts of it are in the middle of a forest. It is uh, if you if you did every trail, it's about six kilometers in total. Right. So it, like we had we had a good walk. We did, and they have a little place for lunch. We enjoyed a nice uh, a salad salad, and uh, and it was it was really fresh. Like they made a point of sourcing out local produce, and on their menu. <laughs> They have, you know, we we got our goat cheese from, you know, Madame. <laughs> no, I love goat cheese. You're such a baby. Uh, you know, like the foie gras is from La Maison Pellegris in Sarlat. Um, the the berries were from Monsieur and Madame Bess. Um, you know, so it's it's uh it's it's really great, and it was super fresh. Yeah. The salad was really good. Yeah, and uh, so. <laughs> Off the intro, we were talking about, boy, if you like boxwood, you'll love these gardens. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe Julie, you can... Uh, yeah, for, first of all, uh, who was the person who put this all together and, and how long have these gardens been there? Well, I think these gardens have been there for quite some time, but it's only been open to the public since like the late 90s, 1990s. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy. Yeah, yeah. It's still owned by... It's still private. Private, yeah. Um, but open to the public. Um, yeah, it, it's it's listed as a historical monument, um, and it was a, a fella who went to Italy back in I think, you know, the eighteen hundreds, and mm-hmm. brought back tens of thousands of boxwoods, and you know, boxwood is is known for the quality of its wood, but it's also um, constantly green. It it it's um, mm-hmm. what, what do they call that word? Where uh, um, deciduous? No, no, that's no, when you lose that, your leaves. That's right. Yeah. Well, uh, evergreen. There you go. Okay. That works. <laughs> so they're pretty all year round. Yeah, and so this and and this is like this is an Edward Scissorhands moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, because that's all those uh, what do you call to- are they called topiaries? Yeah, topiaries. Yeah, where we were having our our little lunch, mm-hmm. they were setting up the boxwood boxes. Boxes. Yeah, they have, and and these boxes. Uh, uh now, but you got to include the the website because the website is great. Uh, they have uh, drone footage of the sort of an overview of all of this amazing boxwood, and in one of them, they have all these. So they are in the shape of boxes, like large boxes, and they're at angles, and they have a template that they use to cut around. And they, and actually, that's what they were doing when yeah. we were there. That's what the gardeners were doing. Uh, yesterday when we were there, so I've got a, a picture, and we learned a really incredible thing, and it goes to Edward Scissorhands. Yep, we learned that if you uh, use an electrical, um, like a hedge trimmer, to, yeah. or a hedge trimmer, you will be damaging your boxwood, and it will turn yellow. It'll I, it'll probably recuperate. Yeah, it recuperates quickly, 
but the thing is, it does turn yellow, and it's so uh, coincidental that I was actually trimming our little boxwoods two days before we left. And, and they turned yellow. They turned yellow. Because I was using, so now, now I've got to do, the, do the, the hand, hand, hand clippers. And these guys, these guys, they had about six guys just, and that's all they do. Because there are thousands of these boxwoods. Clip, 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 Tens clip, of thousands. Clip, clip, yeah, tens of thousands. And they, yep. So there's six full-time mm-hmm. uh, trimmers. And then during the high season, they bring in a crew of 10 more. And sometimes they bring a digital. An additional oh. four people, um, because when you when you see the number of hedges that there are yeah. and the shapes that they have to keep in in form, you you see how much work that is. It's gorgeous. It really is. I mean, there's not much more to the gardens. There are very few flowers. Uh, we did see some. Was it lavender? We saw lavender and rosemary, mm-hmm. and it was kind of cool because they had. A rock pathway through there. <laughs> and, I, and, and it's a jagged rock pathway. And I was making a joke. I said, boy, you shouldn't have worn your heels today. <laughs> and sure enough, we get to the bottom of the of the path and there's a little sign. And it, it says, don't wear your heels. It says, don't wear your heels and, and, don't, and don't use a baby carriage. Oh, I've, I've got a picture of that. I gotta, I've got to include that on the Facebook but page. It was kind of pretty because it made it look like a river flowing yeah. through. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. A lot of long pathways, like... They look like a kilometer long, oh, for some sure. of these paths. Yeah, and that, that's why they have those little buggies or those little um, yeah. buses. Yeah. Not buses. What do you... they're, they're like golf carts. They, yeah, the, they're... six people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for people who are, you know, uh, not able to walk to the end of the trails or people mm-hmm. who are tired um, or have kids, they can hop on. Yep. It's free of charge. Every 15 minute, minutes, it goes from one end to the other. And another and another very reasonable uh, entrance fee. Yes, it, it was. 12, oh, 12 euros. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Actually, 11 euros and 90 centimes. Yep. Mm. 12 euros. <laughs> And uh, it was uh, well worth it. We we hung out there. We must have been there for three plus hours, including lunch. Yeah, I would and say. we ate lunch right next to the chateau. It's mm-hmm. a small chateau, but they were talking about the roof. Mm-hmm. The roof um, is typical Dordogne. It's made out of stone. Yeah, and you told me how much it weighs, and I still don't believe it. Well, it's uh, I think seven hundred square meters, and it weighs five hundred tons. I can't believe it. But the way they build things here with oak that's you know three feet thick, I, I, I'm sure that you know has the structure has no problems problems holding it. But man, that's a lot. That's a lot of weight. A lot of weight. Yeah. The other thing that if you go here, you are going to love is uh, the grounds at uh, Marquisac. Uh, yeah. Uh, are full of peacocks, mm-hmm. full of peacocks, mm-hmm. males, the beautiful males, and the females are there as well. <laughs> they didn't get the color. The ladies did not get the color. No. Well, in most cases, that's the way it works with birds. Yeah. It's reverse in human. <laughs> but anyway. And I was able to get some shots of the proud peacock yeah. spreading his uh, he feathers. He found his feathers and yeah. it, he was... He, he, Strutting. Oh, he was... Gorgeous though, like electric blue and yeah. electric green. Just it, like his tail was amazing. And these peacocks walk around while you're having yeah. lunch, right by right your by table. You. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The coolest thing ever, and they they have a horrible sound to them. 
<laughs> it's just it's yeah oh, it's, it's, it's ear piercing it sounds like they're in pain but uh that's the way they uh you know screech but besides that they just roam around nobody's bugging them they're not bugging you it's really great and they're beautiful but i just love how when he fanned his feathers he would show everybody who was there with cameras like he would it was he was like he was uh, walking a, he was a catwalk a, yeah he was a supermodel yes Here are my feathers, and you can take pictures if you want, but hurry, because when I put them away, you will not see them again. (laughs) Didn't one of them turn around and even show you his backside? Oh, sure. I got got both sides. Oh, yeah. I don't like you. Here, have some of this. No, it was great. We really enjoyed it and highly recommend a visit there. Again, you know, if you set yourself up in in one of these, uh, even like place like Sarlat or you know where we were, Vezak. We were, yeah, we stayed in Vezak a, a few years ago. Yeah, um, right on the Dordogne, and it was it was lovely. But again, we went I think late May, early June, so it wasn't filled with tourists. And- even yesterday was a perfect day. It was a perfect day, but you could tell that tourists were starting to come. Like yeah. the table right beside us, speaking Spanish. There mm-hmm. were Germans. There were there were buses. There were buses. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So yeah, you want to do it, um, you know, outside of the July August period. That's for sure. Anyway, um, our walk brings me to the French phrase of the day. Fantastic. D'accord. Tu trouveras plus dans la dans les forêts que dans les livres. Okay. Uh, is the is trouverai? Is that how you say it? Trouvera. Trouvera. Okay. That that I think is uh, find in the future. Am I right? You're right. Okay. So you will find. Yes. Because you also could have gone. Tu va trouver. Oh, look at you show off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could have gone tu va trouver. Okay, yeah. But instead, they went with the future simple. Yeah. So it's uh, tu, tu trouvera. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you will find mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. in the forest mm-hmm. than you will find in books. No. Bravo. Uh, yes. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly right on the money. Tu trouveras plus dans les forêts que dans les livres. Done, yeah. You will find more in the forests than in the books. Than the books. There you go. I got got it. And uh, it's true. I, I've always been... As a matter of fact, when I, <laughs> when I was in school, in 10th grade, everyone was saying, what are you going to do when you get out of school? Blah, blah, blah. I want to be in forestry. I really love <laughs> I really love the forest. And I, and I grew up in... Uh, we used to have a place in northern Saskatchewan uh, on an island way up Namibian Lake, up by Laurent. So I've always loved the forest. But the thing about <laughs> going into forestry is you mm. have to be good in science. <laughs> and that and, was and not happening. <laughs> yeah, math and science. <laughs> Thank and, you. Yeah, languages. And, yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Go. No, that's great. Yeah, we both love forests. I, I go for forest walks almost every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, right here behind the property, and yeah. and uh, the, now it's becoming a very intense workout for me because I have to take all three dogs, but in two trips. That's right, that's right. But it's it's a it's a good walk, and you're enjoying it. Uh, unfortunately, the forests are uh, in peril, especially in Canada right now. And so we've got. Uh, I, I think last I checked, the Nova Scotia fires were. 
Now, they're going to have to monitor them because it, it gets so intensely hot. And I've been in a forest fire. My dad used to be a, a documentary filmmaker, and I would go with him. We flew in a helicopter over forest fires in Saskatchewan wow. when we were shooting them. And it is just lethally hot all the time. So even when they've got them under control, the embers underneath are still hot. They have to, you know, they have to monitor that because if, if it goes dry again and the winds come up, it can reignite. Sure. So they figured that they're going to be monitoring these, uh, where these fires were uh, for the next month or so in Nova Scotia. It was also a big deal in Alberta and Quebec. Quebec, yeah. But I've, I, I, I got to tell you, I am so upset uh, about an incident that my friend was telling me. I, I called my buddy Mike, and I kind of forgotten that he was in Nova Scotia, but he answered the phone. I said, "Hey, how's it going?" And uh, we were on WhatsApp, and he goes, "Well." I'm in a hotel room right now because we were uh, evacuated from the place, his brother-in-law's place. Wow. Uh, and they decided to go to the Weston in Halifax because the reason they were there was Mike's uh, brother-in-law, his kid was graduating from medical uh, school, and that's where they were having the festivities, at the Weston. Uh, the, cere- the graduation ceremony. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I said, so how is everything going? And I said, what? He said, well, uh, not that, not that great, uh, because we came to the Westin, and the rates were two hundred and fifty bucks a room, which is kind of high for Canada. And once we got in, and they filled up, they jacked the rates by two. No. Yes. The, 500 beans. They told the people who were there, and by the way, most of the the reason that that hotel was filled, I just can't even, was because these people had been evacuated from their homes, and the Weston in Halifax is profiting from... Some of those people lost their homes, okay? Yeah, yeah. A hundred and That's just horrible. A hundred and fifty-one homes, at last report, were completely lost in Nova Scotia. Two hundred structures. Wow. Um and here are these people at and they've got no place to go. Like they're prisoners there because all the hotels are filled mm. and they're profiting from this. Yeah. Like an I'm ha- I'm happy if somebody from uh, the Western chain gets a hold of me and and clears this up and says, uh, oh, we're refunding everybody this money. I'm happy to report that. But I'm telling you, as it stands right now, I will never set foot in a Western hotel in my life. I agree with you. This is just now. Uh, I don't want to go any 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 further. Uh, oh, this, in... the, you, you're bothered. You're very bothered. Well, come on. Yeah, yeah. Well, can I can I ask a question? Uh, sorry, before. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, they were paying two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. So then it, they the the hotel agreed to two hundred and fifty dollars. Well, no, no, they were paying two fifty, but then on the next night they upped it to five hundred after they got them in the hotel. Really? Yeah, and they complained, and there was they, so I I, huh. I I don't know where this stands with my friend. Uh, I can't imagine arguing with my big buddy Mike, but uh, uh, you know, so I'm going to keep uh, tabs on this, and we can report on it again. Uh, I will tell you though that there is good news. Okay. 
Um, hey, do you know of a show called Oak Island? Oak Island Resort? Oak Island? It's a, it's a Canadian TV show. I'm not no. sure if it's Oak Island or Oak Island Resort. Uh, but uh, on the opposite end of this greed spectrum are the good folks at Oak Island Resort. And no questions asked for people who were evacuated half price. That's amazing. Now, see, that, that is a good corporate citizen. You know, you, you, you put the one, you juxtapose one yeah. against the other. Yeah. And to me, all my support will go to Oak Island. Yeah. So their regular price was something like 180 bucks. And uh, for people who were evacuated, just no questions asked, 90 bucks. And, uh, and then I found out that uh, Sport Check in Nova Scotia. Remember our buddy Al Stutchbury? Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah. I met Al. Uh, he's no longer with us, but I, I met Al in Edmonton. We were doing a promotion with Sport Check, and Sport Check has always been an amazing uh, corporate citizen. And again, no questions asked, 50% off clothing for anyone evacuated. Yeah, now that, that, that is just the right human thing to do. Whether or not you're a business or private person, you need to be thinking about doing the right thing for others. Oh, it's just, this this thing just, I, I, I can't believe it. And, uh, you know, they, here's an interesting story. Mike said that they were out and they, uh, they went back to the house and RCMP were around there. You're going to freak. <laughs> the RCMP had their, their block closed off because the fires were this close. Yeah. And they wouldn't let them get their dogs. A schnut. Now, hang on. So uh, Mike's uh, brother-in-law said, uh, and they, 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 they I, I guess what they were doing was they were allowing uh, an accompaniment, but the, the accompaniment with the RCMP to the house was something like two or three hours away. So uh, Mike's brother-in-law said, I, I know a back way in. And they, they risked it. They went the back way in uh, to get, and they got their dogs out. Wow. And uh, oh. their house ended up being... Fine. In the end, it didn't. It oh, didn't. That's good news. Yeah, I know. But that's just harrowing. Like you know, it, it, Mother Nature is so angry. I mean, last summer in France, in in yeah. uh, in uh, Gironde, there there were huge fires. I mean, there, yeah. there's there's there are issues all around the world, mm-hmm. and I'm really sorry to see it happening so frequently well, now in Canada. And I'm just sorry that this is the reaction. Uh, this is a company policy. This is really this is what went around the boardroom. Eh? Oh, if we if we fill up with evacuees. We'll jam them, eh? We'll just jam them. Holy crap, that makes me mad. I'm telling you. What's the saying? I'm, I'm, I was more angry than Mike was <laughs> when he was telling me. No, I can still. You're, you're vibrating. You're, you're angry. Um, what's the saying? Uh, they're going to smoke a turd in purgatory? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. For being little poops. Yeah. Well, right. and and so they should. And uh, again, uh, forget about the Westin Hotel. I'm never going there again. But hey, kudos to Oak Island Resort and Sport Check, and and probably many many other mm-hmm. uh, amazing corporate citizens in not only Nova Scotia but Alberta and Quebec who did the right thing. And uh, I'm, I'm just glad that they've got it under control. And thanks to the firefighters from around the world, as far away as Africa, who flew to Canada to help out. Yeah, amazing. You know, these these types of, of really serious events and catastrophes really bring out the worst and the best in people. Mm-hmm. And you just displayed that. Well, I think, I think uh, from a positive side, more of the best. Yeah. Yeah.
Yeah. Uh, hey, we've got... <laughs> Speaking of best and worst, we've got more French administration to tell you about. Well, this is a proposal. It's not a. It's not a fact. Okay. But um, one of the ministers is um, proposing that in order in order to have access to social services such as la carte vitale, um, which is for your health coverage, you'll uh, need to become a citizen. Oh. So people with a cap- just when I was calming down from yeah, the I fire know. thing. <laughs> You will need, uh, you, you, if you have a carte de séjour, which is what we have, because according to France, we're just visitors. Like yeah. we're, 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 we're homeowners. That doesn't matter. But that's we're how still we want visitors. It. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, and that's what we want. That's, that's what, what we, we want. want. But, but hang on, we're visitors who pay tax. Okay, we, uh-huh. th- th- let's just make this clear. We uh, are no longer a part of the Canadian tax system. We are here. We pay tax on uh, not only our we pay taxes for our house we we pay uh, just taxes and any money we bring we pay taxes we pay there's 20% taxes that we pay on everything um and <laughs> and now they're telling us that we're going to have to be a citizen uh to benefit from their health care so i think there's some clarification that needs to be oh, big kind time. Of dug into um we were talking to our friend Olivier he said well that this wouldn't apply. Needing to be a citizen wouldn't apply to people who live here full time. Yeah, but we never saw that delineation in in any of the stories we read. No. So, but he knows everything. So, so he's very smart. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it's because there's so much fraud. You yeah. know, there are people who come here and only live here part time, yet have access to yeah, medical yeah. services. There's fraud because, everywhere. You know, yeah. It because in in Europe, like you know, in the Schengen area, you can travel. Freely, um, yep. you know. So, if if you get better health services in France, maybe you decide that you want to come and use your carte vitale. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. This is first of all. This is uh, they're just talking about it now, which probably means by France standards, it won't be implemented for at least ten years, <laughs> and it's certainly going to go through some iterations. I, I I just can't I can't imagine that they they would think uh, that the people who are obeying the law and who are not uh, abusing the system uh, and her paying their taxes would not have to jump through more hoops to use the, the carte vitale. There's got to be a way. Well, it, it, it needs to, it needs to uh, even out. It, you can't just be taking no. without giving back. Yeah, no, that's, that's so... <laughs> unless you're the Weston. Yeah, unless you're the Weston. <laughs> hey, uh, one, of the, one of the great things about being married to Julie is... Oh, my gosh. Is... <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> is the bright ideas that uh, just come spewing out of her mouth on a daily basis over morning coffee. Just always full of ideas. And my, my most feared expression is, I was thinking, that is my most feared expression that comes out of Julie's mouth. I was thinking. You know what? I would, I would say oh. that that's probably fairly common in relationships. Yeah. Anyway, we were at at, <laughs> at a birthday party uh, yeah. with our, our our friends from Tremont, <laughs> and they had their patio covered with these 
uh, foldable tents. Yeah, they 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 have four po- uh, like four posts. They just sit there. You know, you see them at beer gardens all the time, everything like that. Yeah, or people who are at, at, at flea markets. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, I thought, well, we, we've got a, a table that we can't really use out on the patio because it's in the sun and full it's a, time, and it's a large table. Like I think it sits eight or ten people or something. Yeah. And, and and we didn't want to have a permanent fixture, like a permanent umbrella. Wouldn't have covered it anyway. No, yeah. or, or a permanent tent or what are no. they called? Pergolas or yeah. pagodas? Or... Yeah. Anyway, so I I thought, well, I'm going to do a little research and see if I can uh, maybe mm-hmm. get one of these uh, delivered. And uh, Boy, did you ever. Yep. I <laughs> found a company based in France and got the tent the very next day. All I can say is <laughs> if somebody had a video of us thrashing around putting this thing together right now on YouTube, it would have two million views. <laughs> well, it's because it didn't come with any instructions. Right. And it had a, a bunch of pieces. Yeah. And we were trying to, like, we're not stupid. Sometimes we do stupid things. Uh-huh. But- <laughs> But, so we, we uh, get anyway. We finally get this thing up, and it it was uh, it was a mouthful for two people. Oh, by the way, in the in the one thing it did say in the uh, uh, on the <laughs> website, one person can put this up in under a minute. Oh yeah, they actually said, who Jesus? No, they actually they said forty five seconds. Yeah. One person forty five seconds. It took us two hours and forty five <laughs> yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we finally got the thing up, and a storm came in. So we, we 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 sat under there and enjoyed it for like I don't know an hour and all of a sudden a storm and and it said oh yeah we'll withstand fifty kilometer winds no it won't no it won't it won't withstand five kilometer winds because the first breeze almost blew it into the pool so now I'm up there thrashing around undoing the velcro and the the, the tarp is and folding it up like an accordion and finally we carried it off and into the outdoor kitchen and then the wind stopped i mean it it was just a comedy well, I'm, I'm surprised we didn't fly away yeah no with the thing yeah <laughs> comedy of errors so this really needs to you, you, for it to work really well you need to have four people cart it out stretch it out boom uh, Bob's your uncle, Molly's your aunt, and then fold it back up again and schlep it off again. <sighs> Just too much, too much. It's too much. It's it's big. It's heavy, and it's. I know it solves the purpose. Well, it will. You know what? When we have our friends over, it, I think it will. Great, be... put them to work. <laughs> but I think it will be very appreciated, and we'll have lovely evenings. Hope you brought your garden gloves. <sighs> Okay, before we go, I got to tell you. So uh, I'm on the uh, we're fl- we're taking a flight here over the next little while to uh, with EasyJet, and it's a you know EasyJet. It's the first of all the best website I've ever seen in my life. Just if you want a great website, go to EasyJet. It's just it's easy. Y- it's easy, <laughs> and you know because but the price is like thirty seven bucks for the flight. But oh wait a minute, you want oh you you have bags. Oh well then. Uh, that's another seventy-five bucks, and oh, you want legroom? You know, it's it's one of those type of places. But but anyway, it's it's great. It's a good website. So I go on there, and I'm looking. Uh, it, are there any COVID protocols? Blah blah blah. And I'm looking. I'm looking down the the thing, and it said, oh, baggage restrictions on board. Baggage restriction. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking on there, and there's the standard, you know, 
firearms and, you know, uh, fuel and, you know, that kind of all the and, you know, big containers of shampoo and liquids and all that. And then <laughs> I'm reading along, blah, 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 catapults. No catapults? <laughs> no catapults are allowed on the on, on, on board. No catapults. Wow. That's so odd. Catapults. So wow. I, I guess I guess a Trojan horse would be out of the question. <laughs> Who's putting catapults? Don't fit in a suitcase anyway. What's the big deal? Oh. No catapults. Like no cannons. No cannons. <laughs> no cannons. No cannons. No catapults. No Trojan horse. All right, that is it for chapter six seventy one. Wow, we're flying. Jeez. Chapter seventy one. Uh, we will be back in a couple of weeks with chapter seventy two. See you then. Au revoir. Thank you.